Hi, everybody. Welcome to the very first episode of Men Meet Reality. It's your host, Jack Ryan, and you can't see it, but I am smiling ear to ear because I am finally launching my podcast. I'm ecstatic to begin this journey with you all and take you with me while we dive into discussions on all things gender norms, societal expectations, pop culture, and mental wellness. So get comfortable, grab a drink, and get ready to cure your Sunday scaries with me. But before we begin this episode, make sure to subscribe and follow along on Insta at Men Meet Reality Pod and me at Jack Ryan 22 and make sure to leave a five-star review after listening. Now, a little bit about me is I'm currently 22 years old and I'm a very recent graduate from Marquette University in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, where I studied journalism and political science. I was a part of the student organization. I had many internships all throughout college. And for all of you astrology loving kings and queens, I am an Aries. I have a severe coffee addiction where I need at least three coffees a day to get through my day. And I have a love for all things entertainment, fashion, and social justice, and just try and always to keep learning and growing. And so A huge life update for me is I am moving to New York in a couple months because I recently accepted a job at CBS, but until then, I created this podcast to start a digital space where we can discuss toxic masculinity, pop culture, gender norms and expectations, and mental health and wellness. I will be having guests on this podcast to have conversations with us about these topics, who are experienced in these areas, can shed some light and, you know, just to hear other people's opinions and voices on these topics. But before I continue, let me make one thing clear. Nothing is off limits. I decided now to create a podcast discussing this issue because it's a platform where I can keep the conversation alive. You know, it's not a written word that becomes still in time or a YouTube video that is edited. My podcast is a raw version of myself and I can't wait to share my unapologetic self with you all. But before we get into this episode, I start off each episode with a realization of the week or, you know, a message or a mantra of the day that I hope we find motivating in a world that can be so cruel. And so that message of today is own who you are without apology. This mantra resonates with me so much because... You can't go through life not living your authentic self and whatever that authentic self is, is amazing, but you never want to be a follower. You never want to reserve part of yourself because A, that's not fair to you because why are you letting someone or something not let you be 100% who you are? And so I think that everyone should live their authentic self because that is where you can find true happiness. That is where you can understand who you are and then really find out what motivates you, what doesn't motivate you. Like it makes you take chances and risks in your life to test yourself and to hopefully make you grow, you know. For so many years, I was like, oh my God, do I go into this one industry that yet to be determined, but you know, in media and fashion, do I go into this industry not, 
you know, I don't have the connections. It would be a big jump. And you know what? It's more of just like, you have to do it. And if you fail, like that's a growing lesson. That's a fucking lesson. And so I think it's so important to just be your authentic self because then you know like what path you can be on in your life and just like understand who you are and like who can't be in your life and who's not going to treat you. It just makes you aware of so many standards that people should be aware of, of just self-respecting themselves. And so I always just, you know, try to be who I am every single day. And I know that sounds fucking corny, but I genuinely do. And I have genuinely found way more happiness being my authentic self to not just my close friends, but just to fucking everyone because, you know, life's fucking short. And so don't go through it not being who you are. Okay, after that fucking ramble, you're probably like, who is this kid? What is this kid? But on another note, and the whole reason behind this podcast is discussing toxic masculinity, gender norms, societal expectations. Honestly, let's just be upfront with it. It's a patriarchal world we live in, and men need to be a part of the conversations and efforts to create equality in all spaces. That's bottom line, and it's especially on white males to be a part of this. You know, all males to be understanding of this because that is when change I believe will be being more effective and more immediate in creating equality because right now that does not exist for millions of people in America and billions of people worldwide and so it's important for men to be a part of these conversations because what toxic masculinity is, is it's a set of attitudes and ways of behaving stereotypically normally for men, behaving stereotypically, and it's associated with expectations of men. And, you know, it's regarding and it's been on, it's been proven that it's having a negative impact on men and society as a whole. And so that is my history lesson for the day. That is my rant, but it is. That, you know, it's important for people to be a part of this conversation. And, you know, let's be real. Like, men and women, you know, okay. So, first of all, let me just give examples because you're probably like, okay, yeah, well, like, what does that actually mean? And how is it played out? Okay, so let me give you examples. It can be people have been trained to think that femininity, femininity, hello, can I speak today? Probably not. Um, femininity is a negative aspect and that masculinity is the superior way of wanting to be expect in society and that it's regarded as a better it's regarded as superior and it's things normally men have to live up to to be validated by not by society and you know it can be expecting men to play sports you know instead of being in into fashion it can be men expecting to play sports you know i was definitely looked at a little differently um, because I wasn't super athletic. And that probably people were like, oh, like, what is, you know, who is this guy? Like, what, you know, it just, I don't know. Maybe it was just me. I felt subconscious about it because I was like, oh, my God, like, are especially girls, you know, viewing me differently um, because I'm not playing sports and probably because I fucking looked like a potato in high school. So it wasn't even like I was dating anyone. I literally looked like a potato. Um, but it can also just be men like, you know, having their mas- masculinity validated by hooking up with how many women, and, you know, it's like 
great. You know, I approve of having sex and doing all of that. Like, you know, go the fuck off. But at a certain point, like roommate number fucking one, I don't want to hear how many people you like what you did in explicit detail last night. Like, I don't care. Like, leave it for the bedroom. Like, don't. I don't want to know that, but you know, it's like, I feel like, especially in high school, oh my God, especially in high school, like men are being like teenage men and college men are like, oh, I'm masculine. Like I'm this because I'm hooking up with all these women. And you know, I feel like it's changing having just graduated college or maybe honestly it was just the fucking people I was hanging around, but but that just creates like a toxic space because men are like, it's like, who gives a shit how many people you're having sex with? Like, I don't, A, I don't want to know who you're having sex with in the first place. And so it's creating this toxic space where like men are like, oh, I'm masculine. I need to talk about this to like prove who I am or like to prove something when it's like, what point are you fucking proven that you're more prone to an STD? Like, I don't know, but it's creating like this, these expectations that are like restricting. They're like, honestly, for some people, you know, especially like if you're in the queer community, it's like traumatizing to be expected to do something just because you're a male when it shouldn't matter in the first place. And not only do men suffer from this, but women do as well because it creates a negative place for all in society by men putting these restrictions on e- on not only women, but the male glaze, hello. Like it's a putting on this restriction for women as well to be like, oh, I should be attracted to this type of person or I think masculinity looks like this and that's like what I think of when I think of a man. Like, oh, I play sports. Like, you know, he's good with, I don't know, fucking cars. Like, it's just like, oh, what are the first things that comes to mind when you're, ma- like when someone's masculine? Oh, big muscles, has a great job, like supports the family, you know, is athletic, like likes cars, like likes sports going to sporting events, you know, it's like, why are those things determined as like what masculinity is when it's an an array of things like that? If that's what you can consider masculine, that's fine. But you can't, you have to be open to the idea of widening what you think masculinity is and not feeling restricted in how you view it or even femininity on the flip side as well. You know, we, we have to take a step back and realize that like, those are social constructs, genders, and it's like we need to get out and hope of restricting these like boxes, like putting people in boxes when it's like, you know, that's not probably good for people to think they're trapped all the damn time. But I digress. On another note, though, I do think you can be masculine and not be toxic that is not what I'm saying I'm not saying just because you're masculine you're toxic no that's not at all I'm saying that society has set a of ways of behaving and attitudes that are stereotypically associated or expected of men and women and it creates especially with men having these expectations of how to be masculine stereotypically it creates a negative impact on men themselves in society that i think a men need to realize more because it will then create a conversation where equality can be actually talked about producing and so 
I just want to make it clear that I do think you can be masculine without being toxic. That is not what I'm saying. At the end of the day, I want this podcast to be a space where people can learn, can grow, can hear stories and have conversations with themselves and with others about what society expects of them and who they are close with. Because I think a lot of the times, and I am just as at fault with this, we go through life most of the time honestly I feel like until we reach at a certain age or you know have certain experiences just blindly going through life not really thinking about what our place is in it and I want this podcast to be a space where people can you know reflect because I believe that Everyone needs to do self-reflection and to have self-awareness because that is where growth can occur. And that is a way, I think, gender gender expectations, societal expectations can be switched, reformulated, and improved so we have equal space for everyone, every gender, every sex, every single person because... Until then, equality is not. I also want to make this clear that I am just as much in this process of learning and growing and not being a part of toxic masculinity as anyone else. You know, I am not trying to preach to the choir here because that is pointless and that is not how you get people to listen. I want to create a welcoming space where, you know, if you want to DM me or if you want to reach out to me on social media and like have and like have a conversation with, with me about this topic and issue, like I would be more than happy to because dialogue is how we create change. Starting a dialogue is how we create change and That is where I feel like men lack so much skills with each other, especially. And speaking of dialogue, this trickles perfectly into what I am going to talk about next and how, for example, my friends, they had a roommate who moved out at the end of the year and just kind of moved out. Didn't tell him he was moving, didn't do anything. You know, there was no bad blood between any of these people. But when he came back to get the rest of his stuff and, you know, just be at the apartment he was still paying rent for, they, the other two roommates, just brushed it under the rug like nothing occurred when you, when all of my friends and I knew they were visibly upset with their roommate for moving out because they knew they wouldn't be seeing him as much and it's like, what the fuck? But... This is a perfect example of how men literally just like are brushing it under the rug and don't want to talk about it because they don't want to share their emotions when it's like, um, hello, like being emotional and like being upset with someone and telling them you're upset is not weak. It should not be looked down upon. It's just you're being upfront with them. I'm upset with you. That's bottom line, just what it needs to be. It doesn't need and it doesn't need to be some deep story or confrontation. It literally can just be as simple as I was kind of upset that you moved out and kind of confused. Can you explain to me? Bottom line. And then he responds and the conversation's over with. And then you don't have this trailing on of in the back of like conversations and on the side have conversations of like, oh my God, why did he do that? Why did he do that? And it's just like, oh my God. It's like sometimes when dialogue isn't created, it creates more problems. And I'm sure we can all relate to that. When we don't tackle an issue head on, it either eats away at us or just creates more issues in the future. But, you know, 
not only is that an example of toxic masculinity because men don't want to share their emotions with each other and how they feel with their friends when it's like, I'm not asking, we're not like, you don't, you, this isn't a soap opera, but like, and so another example is that I find in my life and that resonates with me so much is being, you know, like a Nicki Minaj fan, a Barb, a fan of Megan Thee Stallion and all these female rappers who are so talented and, you know, like, especially with Nicki Minaj because she's been around the longest since I've been, you know, a teenager and stuff is I would be like so afraid, not to show my, I would be so afraid to show that I was interested in her, not to my female friends, but to my male peers because I didn't want them to think of me as like feminine as like, oh my God, like, you know, have them like question my sexuality when it's like, Hey, I was already doing that in the first place. Hello. Um, but it's like, we, it's like, okay. I didn't want to be seen as quote feminine because I was interested. I was a huge fan of Nicki Minaj and these female rappers, but it's like at the end of the day, if I want to shake my ass and listen to these people, I'm going to shake my ass and listen to these female rappers because they're good artists. Bottom line, like that is what just irritates me. It's like you're we're putting people in these boxes of like, oh, if like if you're a male and you like like these artists, then you're, you know, not straight or you're um, too feminine. And it's like. Why are we putting in pe- why are we putting people in boxes like that is so restrictive and it's like a don't worry about what I like in the first place like if it doesn't affect you do not let it get to you because that is like an unneeded stress and that just like is a thief of joy Also though if you are a barb and want to reach out to me on social media um Please do, because I would love to hear what you think of Nicki Minaj and just the queen that she is, because I, yes. But on a completely different note, like another instance where I feel like toxic masculinity is perpetuated and where there's like gender expectations is men being expected to play sports and like you know, like sports meaning like football, basketball, baseball. Like I swam in high school. I wouldn't say I'm a swimmer. I swam. But, you know, I never played like football, basketball, or baseball. Like really, like I did like when I was a kid, but like which kid is not playing those sports? You know what I mean? And it's not saying like I'm not, like I won't go to a baseball game or I won't go to a football game or, you know, watch sports. That's not at all what I'm saying. But, you know, all of my cousins played hockey, played basketball, football, and, like, I didn't, and, like, I would always get this sense, not when I walked into a room with, like, my aunts and grandmas and my mom, but with, like, my uncles, I mean, not my dad, because he's a fucking king, but with my uncles and, you know, my grandpas, they kind of were, like, like, I just felt, and maybe, and, again, this is, that, that feeling is, like, societal expectations like being put on someone whether it's there or not within their like the people they're with but I always felt kind of as like fuck like should I be doing this like is like is that how I'm going to like I don't know I just felt like I since I wasn't playing it I always just felt like a little on the outside like people like I'm like oh okay like I don't know it was just like always something that's like weighed in the back of my mind and like when I got to college like 
my friends were like, oh, what sports did you play? And I was like, oh, I swam, but like I really didn't play any other sports. And they're like, okay, like me neither. And it's like not a big deal, but it's just the fact that it's like, oh, like if you're a boy, like automatically, like why shouldn't you like sports? Like why don't you like sports? And it's just like, I don't fucking know why I don't like sports. I just don't care to a certain extent. Like I am much more into other things like creating a fucking podcast or like fashion and entertainment like does anyone else feel that like gender expectations and like societal expectations are just suffocating them to a certain degree and like that is why I hope this podcast you know relieves some stress or anxiety or pressure from people's lives to feel like okay I am not alone like if I take a different course and like choose a different path for myself that like goes against like the grain like that goes against what kind of is expected of me because I'm a female because I'm a male because of x y and z of who I am or am supposed to be and you know it's okay like honestly what I've learned is like if people are looking at you weird or people are like taking the time to even look at you a you're doing something right because you're being something that they're probably envious of that they're probably wishing they had the courage to be like do you know how many times I have had obviously tequila in me drinks in me and like I hear super bass go on and I am running up to my friend Bryn literally like oh my fucking God, like, let's fucking go and dance. Or how many times, like, I will never forget this one time I was out with my friends and I'm a huge Britney Spears friend, also free Britney. Um, I'm a huge Britney Spears fan and my friend Bryn and Kathleen and I are huge Britney Spears fans and, like, we were at Kathleen's house and she put it on and I am running from her balcony down to the first floor, like the onto her porch, like literally like dancing my ass off to like give me more. Like that is my favorite song by Britney Spears. And like I was like at a full on like darty. Like I was at a full on party and it's just like us three tearing up the dance floor. I'm like shaking my ass and like, give me, give me more, give me more, give me, give me more. And I like look around and like obviously I'm getting judged not by these females but by by these male counterparts of mine. They're like, who is this kid? Obviously he's not straight. Newsflash, I'm not. Thank you. Welcome to the club. And I didn't care because I looked around and I was having so much fun and I look around and I see like these people just like sitting there like with sulky look. No, not sulky looks on their face. That's a little dramatic, Jack. But like... Just like, I don't know, like not living it. Like, again, it goes back to my mantra, like of the day, be your authentic self. And it's like, who gives a shit what you like? As long as you're a kind person are empathetic and treat people with respect, then if you want to shake your ass to Britney Spears or Vogue it up to her, like, why not? Why not do that? Like, who cares? And like, obviously, you know, I... And another thing about me, and you will find this out throughout this podcast, is I am incredibly into fashion. Like, it is such, like, a core part of my life. I love it. I love writing about it. I love just, like, you know, everything about the fashion industry besides, obviously, them being the number two cause of pollution in the world. Like, I am a huge fan of fashion and everything that it brings to the table because it allows people to express their authentic self. 
But like, you know, there have been so many times where I, so recently I started like buying like bags, whether they be tote bags or like over the shoulder bags or, you know, fanny packs. And like, I will wear them out obviously, cause I'm not going to buy something and then not wear it out. Like that's just so stupid to me. But I obviously, again, my friends who are girls are like, oh my God, like that's so cute, blah, 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 whatever, you know, whatever adjective they're using to describe what I have. Um, but then like my friends who are males are just guys in general. I feel like they're like, and even like, honestly, like even some women, they're like, what? Like you're a man, like you shouldn't be having like a bag with you when it's like, who assigned that to just females? Like genuinely let me know who did that because I will talk some sense into them. I'm like, I'm like, it is a bag like that I'm just carrying. So I don't have my sunglasses, wallet, hand sanitizer, mask, phone, all with me in the two pockets I have in my pants. And then me going out and losing them like that is not in the cards, nor do I want that to be in the cards. And it's like, who assigned that? It's like, that's what's just frustrates me. It's like, we need to expand our minds and understand that it's like, if a guy wants to wear a dress, yeah, let him wear a dress. If a guy doesn't, great. That's fine. If he wants to have a bag on him, that's amazing. If he wants to wear makeup, great. Like that is not a definition of, that should not be like what is defined as like masculine or feminine because that is just who someone is. And to again, like put these labels on someone, not only is that detrimental to the person being labeled, but that also just shows you like when people make comments of like, oh, like that's so girly of you or like, oh, that's X of you. Like know that when people say that about you, that is just them projecting their judgments and fears onto you because they are not open-minded enough to understand that, oh, wow, like masculinity and femininity have so many spectrums and like that's actually hurtful of me to say that and to like judge someone for literally carrying a material object like that is what gets me it is literally a material object that like I bought in a store like why is that like a determination of how masculine I am like literally like genuinely let me know because I could be you know, a six five jacked soccer player and if I if I carried a bag with me it literally would be like oh like that's very like girly of him like why is he doing that and then like, they would question if like say that person's straight they would question his sexuality then when it's like uh, it's like why does that even matter like if he wants to have that on him if he wants to carry a bag or wear makeup or wear a dress or a skirt or whatever xyz like let people just be themselves like let like stop worrying about what other people think because Obviously, you have shit to work on if you are constantly judging other people or worrying about what other people are doing. And, like, just another example of, like, pressures on... For women, I feel like it's a little different because they're pressured to, like, fit the male gaze and to have this, like, unattainable beauty standard that society has projected. And it's a whole other episode and, like, series that you could get into. But on the flip side with men, it's, like, we're conditioned to, like, think, like, oh, like, we need to be ripped. We need to be jacked. Like, we need to have six-pack at We need to have a six-pack and, you know, like... If you're not tall enough, then you're not, like, attractive enough. Obviously, that's someone's, like, subjective, like, appeal to someone. But it's, like, oh, my God. Like, think of how, like, name, like, think of how many friends you are friends with that have, like, washboard abs and literally and are jacked that, like, A, don't have a 
personal trainer or a nutritionist, like, please let me know because I can't even count on one hand. Like, obviously, I'm not sitting here with a jacked body because I looked like a potato most of high school. But, you know, it's just like another expectation that men feel so pressured. It's like, oh, I'm not going to be attractive to women if I don't look like that. And it's like setting such unobtainable beauty standards. And like on the flip side with women, it's like, oh, if I'm not like thin enough and have like, you know, big enough boobs or like I have a, like a nice ass, it's like, oh, then I'm not pretty when it's like we need to have these standards just like eradicated because it's just it causes such like it can cause like a serious toll on people. It can cause depression. It can cause anxiety. It's and like that's not healthy. And then that leads to a surplus of other problems. And so it's like just like, you know, at the core of this all toxic masculinity can be found in every single aspect of society gender expectations have been beaten into all of our minds as to like oh like if you do this then you're in this box if you do that you're in that box when it's like we need to get rid of these boxes of what a male and a female are supposed to act like because that has a look at to where we are in society that obviously hasn't been good for people like come on let's be real that's and like i'm not saying to like you can't like have be jacked play sports and not into like Nicki Minaj or like if you're a female you can't have like that thin body and like that to be that beauty standard like if that's what you want and then that's your path and that is 100% fine but then don't project that onto anybody else because that might not be what someone wants in their life that that is something someone then might feel they're pressured into having to being that person and at the end of the day, you know, how to recognize these things, as I've like mentioned a bunch of examples, how I've described it, like how to recognize it is it's so hard, I feel like, to recognize and to really take that 10,000 step foot back and realize, oh my God, this is occurring because it's so ingrained in society for men and women to act a certain way that if people divert off that path, it's like, oh, like you're not masculine enough and you're not feminine enough or you're too feminine for a guy, you're too masculine for a woman. And that's not beneficial for any party whatsoever. And so how I go about it is stick and create your own path. And that ties into my mantra of own who you are without apology because being your authentic self is how you will realize like oh oh my god like I was fitting into these stereotypes I was doing that like after taking a step back and if you fit into those stereotypes that's fine because that's maybe who you are but it's up to each person to define their own identity and to be their authentic self because that takes away the negative emotions and perceptions about yourself and the world you live in you know at the end of the day like I said in the beginning of this episode, it's a patriarchal world we live in and the men need to be a part of the conversations and efforts to create equality in all spaces. And so I am just so excited to have this conversation and to have guests on this podcast to have fun with this conversation and for people to grow and to learn and, you know, get some laughs along the way because, you know, it's you can't take the joy out of topics of conversation like this because then, you know, people are not going to listen. And so I am so excited to have released this first episode of Men Meet Reality. I am so ecstatic to have 
conversations with you all about this topic, about pop culture, mental health and wellness, you know, gender norms and expectations. And I'm so excited to see where this podcast takes all of us because I hope this is a place where people feel welcomed. No question is a dumb question. And I am so excited for you guys all to listen and can't wait for you to hear more episodes of Men Meet Reality. And so thank you all for listening and make sure to go out there and be your authentic self and own who you are without apology because that is where happiness will be found. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, y'all. What is up right now?